Hello and welcome to episode four of James Bond Minute. My name's Andrew Beasley and this is my podcast where I assess each minute of a James Bond film. I've started with Doctor No, understandably, as it was the first film, and today we finally get to some action happening in the film. When we left Minute 3, the three blind mice were walking towards the camera, and as Minute 4 begins, they reach the Queen's Club. This was filmed at Courtley Manor Hotel, which is in the south of Jamaica, and this is where the cast stayed whilst they were making the film. The building itself is still there in Kingston, but it's now known as the Laguani Club. In terms of the film, we then see four men playing cards, and the first hand we see is one by somebody called Strengways. He makes his excuses and leaves, as he does every day apparently, and orders another round of drinks. We see him walking through the car park area, and he passes the three blind mice, gives them some money, but before he gets into his car, he is shot by them five times. A hearse then pulls into the car park, uh, the body of Strangways is bundled into it, the three blind mice get into the hearse and they all drive off. The hearse driver was played by a man called Adrian Robinson. Um, unlike the three blind mice, as I mentioned in the previous podcast, he does have one other credit on the Internet Movie Database. Um, he was in The Harder They Come, um, an excellent Jamaican film starring Jimmy Cliff, uh, which has a fantastic reggae soundtrack. Strangways, who has the honour, if you like, of being the first person killed in a James Bond film, was played by an actor called Timothy Moxon. Um, at the time, he was actually a charter pilot in Jamaica, uh, but when he'd previously lived in London, he'd been an actor and he knew Terence Young, who directed Dr. No. So that is presumably how he got the gig. Interestingly, the start of the film is essentially identical to the start of the book, which um, anyone who's read any of the James Bond novels will know is often not the case whatsoever. I'll just read a quick section from the book to, uh, to prove the point. Strangway's hand went out. The coin clanged in the tin cup. Bless you, master, said the leading man. Bless you, echoed the other two. The car key was in Strangway's hand. Vaguely, he registered the moment of silence as the tapping of the white stick ceased. It was too late. As Strangway's had passed the last man, all three had swivelled. The back two had fanned out a step to have a clear field of fire. Three revolvers, ungainly with their sausage-shaped silencers, whipped out of holsters concealed among the rags. With disciplined precision, the three men aimed at different points down Strangway's spine, one between the shoulders, one in the small of the back, one at the pelvis. The three heavy coughs were almost one. Strangway's body was hurled forward as if it had been kicked. It lay absolutely still in the small puff of dust from the sidewalk. So as I say, you can see that the action on the screen is essentially identical to what is described in the book. So that's all for this episode of James Bond Minute. Join me again for episode 5 when I look into what happens to Strangway's secretary. And please remember to give us a follow on Twitter at James Bond Minute. Thanks very much and thanks for listening. Bye bye.